considered getting an electric vehicle. They're a lot more common now. There are so many new brands that are coming out with an electric vehicle or at least a hybrid option. They're a lot more accessible than they used to be. But what does life really look like when you're driving one? Our next guest is a freelance writer and wrote a column for CBC talking about her experience with an electric vehicle and how it was a little maybe different than what she thought it was going to be. Uh, Akiko Hara is joining us. Akiko, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. Oh, hi. So I, thank you for having me. Of course. Well, your article was great uh, that you wrote talking about this EV, your experience with it, and how it was maybe not as glamorous as you thought it could be on the outset. <laughs> Let's just start from the beginning. What led you to want to purchase an electric vehicle? Oh, well, um, I mean, I've always uh, wanted my best to care for the environment and uh, to protect our Earth. And I wasn't doing much uh, prior to, I guess, deciding to purchase an EV. Like I was like doing recycling and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to more. And my gas-operated car just died. So I thought this was a perfect opportunity for me to do something more. Yeah, sort of the stars aligning for this to be then your next purchase. And I should mention too that you are, um, you're you're living in Vancouver. So, I mean, the experience for mm-hmm. electric vehicles and charging options are going to be a little bit different. So define for mm-hmm. us what the process is like to charge one. How long does it take to get a full charge? How do you find a station? Um, uh, good question. Well, I live in a condo and since our our condo doesn't have EV chargers. I mostly rely on the public charging stations, and there are some available in my neighborhood. Um, and see, um, and then I normally go to the one at the neighborhood community center, and there are three of them. Okay. And if I'm lucky enough, uh, and if one of them is available, I will just hook it up and go to the library to do some work and. Say, uh, my model uh, is an older model, Nissan Leaf 2016. So say if the battery is just 20, 20% left to charge it to full, um, it will take about three hours okay. using the standard charger. But this is like if the charger is available. Yeah, you talk about that. You talk about that in the piece about how, you know, it sort of became a logistics issue in this electric vehicle. Having uh-huh. it kind of started to run your life. So can you expand on that, just how difficult it was to find an available <laughs> oh. charging station? Oh, when do I start? Um, um, <laughs> so I I guess I, I wanted to, like, have, like, a plan A, B, and sometimes C. Like, say, if, like, you have the app and then you could check you can check online which one's available but then you still have to drive to the station and in that five minutes anything can happen Uh. and oh oh it's it's taken already and then then what do you do like you need a car for like tomorrow's like say work commute or so i have a few places uh mine usually and then i would try the charging station, like at, I mean, a bit farther away. One thing, and we... so yeah. No, sorry. Go ahead. Want to be flexible. <laughs> 
<laughs> One thing that you mentioned in the piece that I thought was really interesting, I think I've probably taken this for granted myself, was the perception of someone who drives an electric vehicle and sort of the stigma that exists. People sort of looking at someone who drives an electric vehicle as maybe more um, privileged or having more mm-hmm. money. Can you talk about that? Uh, yes, I was quite surprised by that. Like when when I uh, purchased an EV, like I was feeling good about myself. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm doing something good. And this, I, I kind of assumed everyone has that, that positive perception about the EV ownership. But I, I was surprised. Like there are some people who are critical of, or even bitter about those who own EVs. Like we do have some parking privilege and like many chargers were free uh, like about three years ago and we also have like highway uh, HOV lane we Mm. can use and and then EVs are expensive compared to um, non-electric vehicles and then I guess some people think that like oh only wealthy people uh can afford EV, but then they don't know. There are plenty of pre-owned EVs as well, which one of which I, I purchased. Yeah, it sort of naturally segregates itself into the system where, you know, you're sort of, you're other than if you're driving an EV and, you, you know, you talk about mm-hmm. some of those privileges and I think, yeah, it makes sense that there could be a perception that it's maybe, yeah, that it's elitist, I suppose, in a way. You know, you talk really, um, really candidly in this piece, Akiko, talking about how your experience was um as I said, different, maybe a little bit less glamorous than what you thought it was going to be. But overall, is the experience driving an electric vehicle, is it something overall that you look at as a positive one or a negative one? Oh, uh, definitely. It's a positive always. Um, Like my message wasn't that to discourage people who are wanting to switch to an EV. Um, Like it's it's a joy to own and drive an EV um, yeah, except that the charging part. And then still, though, like uh, I mentioned this in the article as well, as well, there is a sense of camaraderie among us, the EV drivers. Um, it still exists. Hmm. Like, for example, I have friends who have their own EV chargers in their properties, and they're more than happy to to let me use their chargers when I need them. Um, so, I mean, uh, it wasn't mentioned in the article, so you do get by in the, in the end. In the end. Uh, for me, the joy of uh, driving an EV always wins. Do you... Despite the challenges. Yeah, do you, I mean, do you feel that the challenges would be overcome with just simply more infrastructure if there were more charging stations and more charging stations available? Um, do you think oh, that definitely. that would be the biggest, that's the biggest issue to overcome? Mm-hmm. That's and another thing I wanted to convey as well. Like I'm sure there are there are so many of us, uh, many of them uh, who are eager to switch to EVs, but are deterred by the lack of access to charging stations. And if if you are like house owners, um, for example, like you can purchase and install a charging station on your own property for maybe a few thousand dollars, which isn't trivial, but still manageable. 
But it's the people living in apartments and condos like us, like who are forced to wait until the management decides to proceed. So, mm-hmm. and there are so many of us、uh, who are in that dilemma, and I think we would do better. With some、um, more governmental support and increasing infrastructure,、um, such. Yeah, and you talk a little bit about too the the red tape you have to go through as a condo dweller, condo owner, whichever it is. You know,、mm-hmm. talking about how first of all the condo board then has to fund a feasibility study to see if the、um, the infrastructure even makes sense before even going、mm-hmm. ahead with it. Which, yeah, it just it suggests a lot of red tape and so a lot of obstacles to get to. But Akiko, thank you、mm-hmm. so much for sharing your perspective. And、uh, and your experience as an electric vehicle driver, I think so many people are so curious about them, but wonder how they would actually work <laughs> in their daily lives. Well, thank you for having me. It was、oh, my pleasure. Of course, take care, Kiko. You do. Bye. Bye. That's Akiko Hara, freelance writer, wrote a piece for CBC talking about her electric vehicle and、uh, how charging it became just a logistics nightmare, trying to find how to coordinate how to charge this thing. So I'm curious what your appetite looks like when it comes to an electric vehicle, because there are now so many models that are, or so many manufacturers, excuse me, that are coming out with models. Kia has one. Of, there's a new Ford Mustang that's got an electric vehicle. You know, it's not just the Teslas and these really unattainable vehicles. I think it's something that. Become so much more accessible, or even hybrids. So, what are you driving? And are you curious about maybe your next vehicle being an electric one? Do you think we're ready for that here in Edmonton?